As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. What happens with a successful mastermind that Napoleon Hill found that couldn't be explained was the multiplier effect, which is the right group of people compounds your efforts. And actually, the wrong group of people confounds your efforts. So, Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money, and also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com, and in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the Best Ever Conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of the fluffy stuff with us today. Pat Hybin, how you doing, Pat? What's up, Joe? Looking forward to our conversation a little bit about Pat and best ever listeners. You are a loyal listener, so you recognize Pat, and we've interviewed him twice, episode 310 and episode 1034, so you can go back and listen to those episodes. Today, we're going to be talking about observations. That is the six effects of a tribe of millionaires. So with that, Pat's going to talk about his new book, which is called, Lo and Behold, Tribe of Millionaires. And a little bit about Pat, just as a refresher, he's the owner of the Pat Hyben Group with Keller Williams, founded the Rebus University, billionaire dollar agent, and host of the podcast, Real Estate Rockstars, very good interviewer, asked really good questions. I was interviewed on his podcast a while ago, and it's always refreshing when I get asked very thoughtful questions, number one, number two, questions that I have not been asked before. Pat asked those questions, so if you want to hear thoughtful interviews, then go check out his podcast, Real Estate Rockstars, based in Baltimore, Maryland. So with that being said, Pat, first you want to give the the listeners a refresher on your background, and then let's roll right into your book. Yeah, absolutely. So refresher, I'm basically a real estate sales guy. 
was in full-time real estate sales for 25 plus years, then became an investor and then invested in everything from single family to multifamily shopping centers to small private companies. And now I just do side projects. Like you mentioned, I also am the co-founder of a group called Abundance, which has over 200 members, which are all number one men and all number two businessmen. And probably about 40 to 50% of them are highly invested in real estate. So first off, where do you put your focus on a daily basis? And then let's talk about your book. Yeah, that's funny. You know what I mean? I don't have a one thing, so to speak. I have 54 lines of horizontal income, which means the things that are paying me sideways. So my life consists of basically a little reaction to, we got a new tenant for the shopping center, or we just sold this apartment building and where should I send the check? That sort of thing. I like to tell people that what I do is I move furniture around in a room. It's kind of like you still have the same furniture in a room, but you're just, not really, but you have a room and you're just moving the furniture around constantly. And that's what I'm doing with my investments. I sell this house and then I buy into this complex in Philadelphia. Then I sell this and I'm buying into an RV park in Newport, Ritchie, Florida. And those are real things that I just did so far this year. So just doing stuff like that, I'm constantly buying and selling. So let's talk about your book. What can you tell us about it? So the book is Tribe of Millionaires, and basically what it is is David Osborne, who I tell you I have 54 lines of horizontal income. He has 314 lines of horizontal income, and myself, who have known each other for 20 years, along with Tim Rode and Mike McCarthy, wrote a book that basically goes to that Jim Rohn saying, which is you are the average of the five people you hang around the most. And we just found that when we hung around each other, we got better ideas, we got smarter, we got richer, we got better relationships, we got healthier. So then we started adding people to hang around with. And then when it really caught on, we started charging people to hang around together. I know it sounds odd, but it really took off. We have 220 members And basically, we get together multiple times a year and we talk about money, we talk about the economy, we talk about health, we talk about relationships, and everybody gets better and better. So we wrote this book called Tribe of Millionaires. It's a fictional story. It's a fable, but it's based on our members. So we hired a book writer. His name is Dan Clements, and he writes all Darren Hardy's books at Success Magazine. He writes all Hal Elrod's books. He wrote David Osborne's book. So he flew to Japan with 27 members of GoBundance who basically sat in a bus for two weeks and did really cool stuff. And he recorded the conversations that we had amongst each other on this trip to Japan. These are all really rich dudes. So he then created a fable about a guy that dies who has lost touch with his son. And his son shows up after 20 years of not communicating with his dad and thinking his dad was a deadbeat and an idiot. And seeing that the six pallbearers at his dad's funeral are all billionaires and multimillionaires. And he's like, holy dirt, how did my dad get surrounded with all these rich, physically fit, married for a long time type of guys? And one of the guys, the guy's name is Ethan Martinez. He goes to give Ethan Martinez his estate. And he's like, part of the deal is your dad wants you to hang out with us for a week. He wants you to go to this private island on my jet for a week. So they fly him on the jet, and at that point, he uncovers the six effects that happen when you hang around people that are successful. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Dan helped us write about, was just hanging around these 27 dudes in Japan. Does that make sense? 
It's a smart way to package it. It's so much fun reading fables versus self-help books. I'm a huge self-help student, but it's just easier to digest whenever I'm being told a story. Absolutely. And so far, people have loved it. It's selling like crazy and getting all kinds of good reviews. So obviously, it's striking a chord. What are some of the effects? Like I said, there's six. And my favorite is the authenticity effect, which a lot of people don't think about. It's not really the one that anybody would guess. And then what happens is, let's say you and I just went and hung out, right? And I said, Joe, what's your net worth? And I said, Joe, how much money are you making on your apartment deals? And I got into your nitty gritty. What's your credit score? How long have you been married? What's your relationship like? We got into that. Suddenly what's going to happen is you're going to become more authentic because we've already broken down the barriers of these, these sort of private things. And it's like, okay to talk about because it's not, I'm someone who's envious of you because I have money too, right? So if I'm a millionaire and you're a millionaire, this authenticity effect happens and you end up becoming more and more authentic. And generally what happens when we get together, believe it or not, is we have guys crying. We have people that share and become more authentic than they've become in decades just because they're around like-minded people talking about things that normally might be private at a dinner party with their neighbors. So that's a big one. Authenticity. It just that's happens. A big one. Yeah. Cause those questions that you ask are not typical questions that someone is asked in any circumstance. So how do you all create a culture of safe sharing? That's great. So we have something called the one sheet. And what the one sheet is, is you have to imagine Joe, a baseball card. Let's say Joe Fairless is a baseball player for the Atlanta Braves. Your picture's there. You got the Braves hat on, whatever. You're smiling. Your teeth are white. And you flip it over though, and it's going to show you your stats. Like, are you any good? How many times have you struck it out? How many home runs have you had? All that shit is right down the back of the baseball card. So the one sheet is the back of the baseball card. And it says, how much do you weigh? What is your body fat? What is your net worth? What is your passive income? Not your horizontal income. Not like, what do you earn trading time for money? Because we don't care about that. We only care about what do you earn when you're sitting at the beach? What do you earn when you're riding your bicycle? What do you earn when you're walking your dog? What's coming in sideways while you don't work? And how many lines do you have? And what percentage of your monthly bills are paid by real estate and by passive investments. So all that stuff's right there and it might take 15 minutes to go through. And then each member goes through it 15 minutes. They go through their one sheet, their baseball card, and then members at their table will then throw in their two cents. Dude, that's really sad about you losing communication with your sister. What can you do to mend that relationship? Or let's talk about that. Or wow. As far as losing communication with your sister in that example, Is a question on the baseball card, have you lost communication with any family member? Yeah, it basically asks you to rate sibling relationships. It asks you to relate parental relationships. So I'll give you an example. Parents, zero to 10, I'd given six on mine because I really wasn't spending time with my dad. He's 84. So Mark Swagger, one of the other members, is like, well, dude, we're going to fix that. And I was like, how are we going to do it? He goes, I want to take my dad to the Super Bowl. You're going to come with us. So we literally bought... Super Bowl tickets, and together the four of us are flying to Miami in January with our fathers. And that's going to be a bucket list item we're going to remember forever. Yep. It's something that we all need, in my opinion, this type of community. 
Why don't people join? I'm not talking about yours in particular, but just in general. Why don't people gravitate or be intentional about this? And I'll put myself in that category because I'm not a part of a group like this. I think it's scary. Number one, you're looking in the mirror. So there's natural defensiveness. It just happens when you're put on the spot. If you're 10 pounds overweight, you just don't like it. If you secretly abhor something about yourself, which we all do, nobody's a perfect 10 in all aspects, but you're going to naturally reject it. You're going to naturally defend against it. And one of your ways of defending against it might be just not putting yourself in situations where someone's going to ask you what your body fat is or ask you when was the last time you called your mom or why did you only earn a hundred grand last year? You know what I mean? Why are you behind on your taxes? That's not cool, dude. What the hell? People generally are surrounded by yes people. They're rarely surrounded by someone that's going to look at them and be like, what are you doing? You can't do that. You need to pay the IRS. You have a tax lien on your house. That's obnoxious. You know, sell the house, get a condo and get focused. How often does that happen? Maybe your dad or something will tell you that. But that's it. Yeah, it's very true. Intentionally surrounding yourself with people who have the freedom and take that freedom to question things that are inherently wrong about what we're doing, but that usually doesn't take place because either A, it's not shared, or B, when it is shared, I think generally people want to avoid conflict. So whoever you share it with will probably not say it like it is and could actually hurt you instead of their intention of helping you. Absolutely. Mm. And it works. Originally, we were doing this stuff and it was fun and it was kind of aggressive to each other. David and I started 20 years ago. And when we started this, I was like, well, well, let's see who shows up, who comes. And lo and behold, it's only been four years. Maybe we're going on our fifth. We're getting together in Aspen, Colorado. Matter of fact, I'm going to invite you, Joe in end of January, and we're going to have some dynamite speakers. We're going to have a really cool thing where we're going to have a bull versus bear. We're going to go over everything from speakers that are bullish on things and bearish on things, everything from Bitcoin to real estate, to multifamily, to industrial. Where's the bulls? Where's the bears? We're going to talk about relationships, all kinds of stuff we got planned. But point is that I'm really surprised at the growth of it in four years, 220 members out of zero. So it must be working. There must be something about it, you know? As we wrap up our conversation, what's one other effect that you think it's important for us to talk about, and then we'll conclude the conversation? Well, I think the one that really is a sort of universal law that exists that people can't explain is the multiplier effect. And it goes to Napoleon Hill on Think and Grow Rich. There was an interview with him, and they asked him, they said, Napoleon Hill, you got a lot of things in here about how to think and grow rich, but if you had to pick one single thing as to why people fail to be rich, what is that one single thing? And he goes, I'm not going to give you one. I'll give you two, though. And he says, number one is they quit too early. And number two is they fail to form a successful mastermind. And a successful mastermind is just this, is what abundance is and the tribe of millionaires is. And what happens with a successful mastermind that Napoleon Hill found that couldn't be explained was the multiplier effect, which is the right group of people compounds your efforts. And actually the wrong group of people confounds your efforts. So if you hang around dirtbags, even though you might want to be, if you're in a high school kid and you're hanging around the smoking lounge and, and hanging around with the burnouts, even though you might want to be the best football player 
your efforts are going to be confounded <laughs> by the weed smokers. So it's the same thing. So if you hang around the right people, are going to be compounded. It just happens. Like literally, I guarantee you, this kid, Ethan Martinez in the book, when he hangs around these six billionaires on a private jet and goes to this island, he's coming out of this thing thinking so much better and so much differently, and he's going to put things in place and they're going to work. You're going to be like, damn, that worked. Um, and it's just impossible. I talked to another podcast host, a girl, and she had aspirations to be the biggest podcast female host out there. And she's on her way to do it. And I said, what would happen if I got you in a mastermind with Oprah Winfrey and Ellen and some of these women, Robin Quivers or whoever you want to say, right? Do you think that you would grow? Do you think that that would take you to a whole nother level? And of course, her answer was unequivocally, right? If she spent a year with those three women talking about how to grow a multimedia business, her podcast to the next level, she would be the best out there. Does that make sense? Of course it does. And all yeah. she would have to do is sit in a room and talk to them. She wouldn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assuming that the student is ready for sure. Oh, yeah. Because she'd Oprah have to show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, even then, just be. Yeah, she'd have to do what Oprah said. If Oprah yeah. said, you need to do this, like Joe Fairless does, you need to do a show every day. Instead of you doing a three a week, you need to do it every day. You need to do it twice a day, whatever. If Oprah told her to do that, she'd have to do it. If she didn't do it, then the multiplier effect is not going to work. But she probably would never do that unless Oprah told her to do it. I could tell her, you could tell her, her parents could tell her she still won't do it. Oprah tells her to do it, she's doing it. <laughs> right. Oprah tells me to do anything I'm doing it too. <laughs> right. right. How can the best ever listeners buy the book? Where do they go? Of course you can buy it where books are sold, amazon.com, but I recommend you go and get it for free. We're offering it for free. We got a thousand copies we put in a warehouse and we're giving them away absolutely free. All we ask is that you give us a good review on Amazon after you read it and that you pay the shipping and the shipping is seven bucks. It's chump change. You get it on Amazon for 20 or you can pay shipping of seven with us. You just got to go to tribeofmillionaires.com. That's tribeofmillionaires.com and you get it for seven bucks. And I will mention two things. Number one, we just opened for the first time ever a women's division. We've had 42 women sign up already it's women only, and I'll remind everybody, we do have an event in Aspen, and if you go to GoBundance.com, there's more information on that event. Awesome. Pat, grateful to have a conversation about your book, and more specifically, a couple of the effects of being around millionaires and other high-achieving individuals. We talked about two of them, the authenticity effect, which I don't think is as intuitive so I'm glad you talked about that. And then not only not as intuitive, but it's not something that most people are integrating into their life. And I'll even throw myself into that category as far as not having enough no people in my life. I think I got a decent amount of yes, but it's important to have some no people. And I do have some, but we can always have more. And then the multiplier effect. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you again soon. You got it, Joe. Thank you. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high-income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. 
That's thecorporateinvestor.com. Best ever listeners, go to bec20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference, bec20.com.